0: Today's episode of the Closeout Podcast is brought to you by Yeehaw Dunkle because that is what le- that is the Argov. That's the only thing I've left. We're doing podcasts away from each other now. I don't have this time. I'm I'm working a a different job yeah, that I don't want to work.
1: Yeah, you have to have it,
0: yeah. I ha- that I have yeah. to have. And look, Argov, I don't get to leave my house. Like this is the worst time. This is the worst time of my life. Like I have nothing. To look forward to this this podcast, I was I'm excited. I'm like, oh, we're gonna be able to be together, work off each other, have a good time, just talking about sports. We're back where we started on Zoom. So yeah. you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna have some beers throughout this podcast, if that's okay with you. To maybe, yeah, no, that, to maybe make that is, up for it.
1: That's totally fine. I just wish I was able to have one with you during the podcast because I can't till June. And I keep telling people that I'm gonna be a wine guy. I, I'm getting so excited about drinking wine because Carmelo Anthony, he does an Instagram live on Mondays and it has the theme of, of wine with mellow or something like that. And the guys that he has on, they're talking about wine and I don't understand any single word that (laughs) they are saying, but I act like, Oh my gosh, that's so cool and everything. So I cannot wait till June when we're doing the podcast together and you have a yeehaw. And I'm no, sitting I here will, with a glass of wine.
0: We can both get wine. It'll be fine. Okay. Yeah. We got definitely have to do that. <laughs> we'll have wine podcasts. How about that? Awesome. Just like just like LeBron and LeBron and Mello when they tell their stories on Instagram live with their glasses of wine. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what, what they do. Absolutely. So that's what we'll do. But we got a lot to cover today. Psych, we actually have absolutely nothing. We have nothing to cover. <laughs>
1: so there's nothing. Uh, we, yeah, I, I put uh, I put Matt Harms. If, if if we're talking about Matt Harms on this podcast, there's uh, like you said, there's absolutely nothing to talk about. There is something. Basketball.
0: There's something wrong. But I think we've got we've got a pretty interesting episode here. We've got some what ifs, NBA what ifs. I have a college basketball question for you that I haven't told you yet, and I want I'm going to ask you. Does it Does it go
1: into the what ifs, or is it just separate? From that, from that section that we're gonna do, um,
0: you could it's it does not go into the what ifs, but you could consider okay. it as a what okay. if. But um, okay, it, I I'm excited about that question. Also, my conspiracy of the week, we're gonna have to hold off on it because this one is require, requiring requiring yeah. a lot more. It, it's requiring more research than I thought, so. Okay. I think we're gonna. I, I have an idea for another episode this week. You
1: sound, you sound like an FBI agent. Oh, the <laughs> I need to look more into it. My goodness It's just a basketball conspiracy. Hey, what pe- I, hey look, what people.
0: People need to know the answers, and it takes me time to find those answers. <laughs> so, look, you got to give me at least a week and a half to uncover these conspiracies that's what i, I mean
1: you did say. you did figure out that john Cal Perry did spill water on the court so i'll give you that i'm pretty so, sure that's confirmed yeah, I, I think he
0: fine. i think i got him to admit to it over a phone call i just forgot to like record it or something oh that's right yeah you're telling me about that but yeah we're gonna get into everything we just talked about but before we get into that gymnets three seconds So you put on our sheet, 213 days till the 2020-2021 college basketball season starts. Matthew Hargrove, I think there's a chance that it is not 213 days and it's more. I think if this keeps continuing to get worse, people are talking about no college football. If there's no college football, college basketball is getting pushed back. I don't know how I'm going to deal with that. So we're just going to pretend and just pray and hope that it starts 213 days from now because I'm already depressed enough that they took the and took March Madness away. So I can't deal with the next season being postponed.
1: Well, I'm going to rebuttal your statement and say that college basketball may start before the 213-day deadline. So I'm scrolling through Twitter and I find this statement. I, I found, I, first of all, I find this Twitter. It's SiriusXM College Basketball. And they had Bob Huggins on some radio show. And he was talking about starting March Madness at the beginning of the 2020-21 season. I don't know how this idea came about, but I was just listening to him talk about it. And he was saying, oh, man, the television stations, they would make so much money or they would get a ton of views. Yeah, definitely. But how in the world would this work? Would they just have the players from last year's rosters play in that March Madness tournament and that be like training camp for the players who are going to play in the 2020-21 season? Uh, Yeah, have that as training camp for those players? I, I don't understand that when I heard I I don't know where that idea came about, but I just saw that. And I saw that Bob, Bob, that he was, he was talking about it. So I I don't know. What do you you think of that idea?
0: I think that might be the dumbest thing that I've ever heard in my entire life. How are you going to have a March Madness tournament right before the season starts? Bring these college athletes back, these seniors who have already graduated some of them who aren't going to the NBA are starting full-time jobs. Like they're moving yeah. on, doing normal life. The other ones are going to the NBA. They'll be worrying about the NBA team that they're – hopefully the draft will have happened. I, I, it, I assume it will have. We'll, they'll be worrying about that. There's no possible scenario that this will happen. Whoever, Wherever you got that information from, that person should never be able to talk about college basketball or anything – in the realm of basketball again, because that's, wow, that's the most ludicrous I mean, got, idea I've ever heard. Like I said,
1: they got Bob Huggins to talk about it, and he was all in for it. I just don't – I mean, yeah, it would It would be – you could count it as a training camp for next year's players, but that's how, so, that's how about so that training camp?
0: That's so stupid. Uh,
1: well, really, I, I would definitely not want them to do the tournament if they just had – if they did the tournament – with next year's players, if that makes sense,
0: yeah, that no, would that, be. I wouldn't that like would, that either.
1: That would make it awful. Yeah, yeah, because you That'd got be terrible.
0: You got teams like because Baylor. Some of the teams be wouldn't be good. Baylor wouldn't be the same.
1: Yeah, Dayton wouldn't have Obi Toppin. Yeah,
0: Kansas wouldn't have Udoka. Zabuki, probably, yeah, not De'Von Dotson. Just,
1: it would just be awful. But I saw this on Twitter, and I had to talk to you about it. And I thought it was—I thought it was ludicrous.
0: Yeah, it's—it's it's, that idea is ridiculous. But I mean, I can't believe I'm saying that about somebody saying, "Oh, here's more basketball on here, 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 here it is on a platter," and I'm saying no to it. I don't think I would have ever said that. But with this, there's no way where they would be able to make that work. Yeah, and I just don't—I don't really like the idea.
1: Yeah, me neither. Awesome. So,
0: so the next thing you wanted to talk about, which. Why don't you go ahead and just talk about it? Because I have a lot to say on this topic that you're probably not going to want to hear. Are
1: we talking about Matt Harms? Yeah. All right. So uh, I'm trying to make the rundown, and I go on Google, type in NCAA basketball news. I can't find anything except for really this Matt Harms news. The Purdue grad, grad transfer has cut his teams that he's going to decide to go to down to 10. Those teams are Arizona, Arkansas, Boston College, BYU, Gonzaga, Kentucky, Memphis, Minnesota, Texas Tech, and UNCG. So he's really narrowed it down. yeah, Yeah, he doesn't know where he is going right now. So out of those 10 teams, Matt Harms is not a shooter at all. Even from around the free throw line, he has, he has trouble making those shots. He's an inside guy. So I was thinking, you know, you look at him, he just looks like a Gonzaga player, but he can't really shoot. But, but, and why I said that is because, you know, Gonzaga, they, all, they always get those, you know, white guys who can ball. And Matt Harms, even though he can't shoot, he's hard to guard in the post. And he's a really good defensive player. But if Gonzaga already has some shooters, what's the hurt in getting some inside presence that will help you on defense? So out of all these ten teams, I would probably say that even though I don't know a lot about Matt Harms, that the best fit for him would be Gonzaga. What do you think?
0: Here is the sound of me cracking up in my next year for the fact next that we next year, have- we're at number so the- two. To, well, number three. I had one with dinner. Oh, number
1: three. Goodness gracious. To, this
0: is to the, fact that, to the fact that you are making me talk about Matt Harms on a basketball podcast, something I never wanted to do now, ever in my I have life.
1: Seen, I have seen Matt Harms play, Noah. I saw him help Purdue beat Tennessee in the Sweet 16. I know you can't talk about that, but I have seen Matt Harms play.
0: Regardless, that has this nothing
1: is, to do with the that has nothing to do with the point. I just wanted to say I've seen him play before. This is just so
0: proving more and more that I have to make our rundowns from now on because this is just. Absolutely ridiculous that this is
1: on the college basketball side. You do
0: on the college basketball side. This is, I don't want to ever make anyone have to listen to us talk about Matt Harms. Look, yeah, you're right. He's, I, I, I circled Gonzaga. I think Gonzaga 100%. He screams Gonzaga, other than the fact that he can't shoot. Maybe Texas Tech. I, I think I could see him on Texas Tech, but the fact that we're talking about this. It's just I just want to talk about the fact that there is this is the saddest time of our lives. We have nothing, we have no college basketball. Matt Harms is the most interesting topic that we can talk about right now in college basketball. How does that make you feel?
1: I mean, it doesn't make me feel good. I had to type the thing, Noah. I had to spend my time. Typing Matt Harms, and I had to, and I had to spend my time typing all the ten teams that he he wants to go to, or who has a narrowed down, or something like that. Goodness gracious, this is awful. Two hundred thirteen days to college basketball. Oh my uh, gosh, that is just haunting me. Right, I'm still the- on the first topic. <laughs> We're
0: uh, by the way, next week
1: let's just get let's get to the NBA for crying out loud. Hold on,
0: I got I got my question now.
1: Oh, that's it? right. Yeah.
0: yeah. So I'm gonna do my question because when I read Matt Harms was on this topic sheet, I was like, we gotta find something else because hey, I can't his, talk about his Matt. Name, Harms.
1: His name is pretty close to mine, Matt so Hors, he must yeah, be is. a special player.
0: Yeah. <laughs> to be clever. fair, I want to give you a shout out on the podcast. Matthew Hargrove might be the most athletic non high school or, like, any, like, type of basketball player. Like, yeah. he, he played basketball in middle school. Yeah. And he didn't play in high school. He played baseball. One of the most athletic, like, just talented basketball players who wasted his talent away not playing high school basketball. So, yeah, Hargrove, right, right. Hargrove, you could yeah, be playing, Daddy, like
1: – Margrove Hargrove uh, fell in love with the game of baseball. Look, you could be – The greatest I just, game <laughs> – On Earth, I I love basketball. Heck, I'm on a basketball podcast talking about baseball. That's how much I love baseball. You
0: cannot, dude. You can't (laughs) say. Let's be honest, though. You can't say baseball. Playing high
1: school basketball, I would be sitting on. Well, I don't know left side or right side of the bench. I don't know which one, but one of those sides is is what I'd be sitting on if I played.
0: I I disagree. I think you would be sitting on the bench at like an NAIA college basketball team right now which is a pretty good accomplishment for somebody just with like who didn't play bad I think you could do it now so I just want to give you that shout out something to talk about for our listeners because we have absolutely no college basketball here by the way <laughs> right,
1: we'll, put, we'll, put, we'll pull a, put a pull up I can't speak today We'll put a pull out do you think Matthew Hargrove could play NAIa basketball right now. All right, to be I'm honest with saying, you, don't don't put that poll no, out.
0: No, no. To be fair, you like you would be the end of the bench because like those oh, guys, yeah. those guys are those guys are still legit basketball players.
1: I would not be on the bench.
0: No, you not come on. Let's give you a
1: little. Let's give you a little bit of
0: okay. credit. Um. You're right. So, I'd be in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, you'd probably be in the NBA with Carmelo with zero rings. All right, next next topic. Next topic. Wow. So, I wanted. I'm just gonna say this. Within these next couple weeks, I'm working on something for our college basketball talk because there's nothing going on, and I'm going to present it to us on the next episode and see what you think about it. But for right now, let's focus on this. My question is, what are the most loaded college basketball teams that didn't win a natty? So, in history, the best college basketball teams who didn't win a national championship, I'm going to let you think for a minute and go through mine. So... My first one, and I've got three. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start back and go back to 1993. I'm gonna go with the Fab Five. I think that okay. team was loaded. I mean, you got Juwan Howard, Jalen Rose, Chris Weber. Like those three were, I think, in the top 50 recruiting, like in the recruiting class. Yeah. Um, and just absolute studs. And we, if you've watched the doc, everyone's watched the Fab five documentary and we weren't alive obviously during that time, but that team was one of the most talented teams, arguably the most talented team in college basketball during that time. They should have absolutely won it. So that's my first one. My second one, and I'm going home for this one is the 2002 Kansas Jayhawks, because I just want to tell you some of the guys on this team, Drew Gooden. Kirk Heinrich and Nick Collison and it all they also had Wayne Simeon Keith Langford and Aaron Miles who are also Jayhawk legends and led by Roy Williams this team should have 100% was the most loaded in college basketball that year and should have won the natty champs so that's my second one and my third one is surprising There are a lot that I could list, but I wanted to do this one because I remember watching this team. was the 2007 Ohio State Buckeyes with Greg Oden, Mike Conley, and Daquan Cook. I think that team was unreal. And they definitely deserved to win it that year and should have won it that year. So those are my top three. What do you got?
1: Well – the first one that comes to mind is the 2014-2015 Kentucky Wildcats, the team that went undefeated until they met Wisconsin in the Final Four, I believe. Was it the Final Four or the Elite Eight?
0: I want to say it's I, the Elite Eight.
1: Elite, Elite Eight. Something, something around there. But this team had Carl Anthony Towns and Willie Colleystein in the front court. There is no way – that teams were able to have, have inside offense at all during uh, during those games against Kentucky. And then the most impressive thing about the team is they had Devin Booker coming off the bench. They had Tyler Uless on that team, and then they had the Harrison brothers. That was probably – that has got to be one of the most talented teams to never win – a national championship since you threw in a Kansas team, one hey, of your that, teams, I'm gonna throw in hold
0: on the Go K- ahead. Kentucky lost in the final four. And they lost, lost in Wisconsin. the final four.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, since you threw in since you threw in one of your teams, I'm gonna throw in my 2017 Oregon team when they have freshman Peyton Pritchard. They had Jordan Bell, who later on won a ring with the Golden State Warriors. Didn't play a ton, but he did play a little. He did have a significant piece on that team. They had Tyler Dorsey drafted by the Atlanta Hawks, and then they had Dylan Brooks, who was the the starter for the Memphis Grizzlies right now. So I would say that Oregon Ducks team is is probably one of the most talented teams that never won a championship. Uh, Maybe not up there for top five or top ten. But definitely a talented team. But those are the two um, that just that just come to mind. I don't have a list. I'm pretty sure I could find some more. But, yeah, no, you talk about that Ohio State team and then that old Kansas team. Yeah, those those are teams that you're like, man, If maybe if they had just one more year or something went different, they could have definitely got it done.
0: Yeah, I was doing research on it because I didn't want to, like, miss any teams. And there was, like, a list of 30 teams that I ended up, like, I was like, that team should have won it, that team should have won it, and yeah. how stacked those teams are. One team that I don't want to talk about, though, and I don't remember what year it was, and I don't have pulled up, but it was, like, 1950-something, and it was whatever Kansas team Wilt Chamberlain was on. Apparently, they were just unreal and supposed to win it, and okay. lost in, like, the Elite Eight Final Four, and I just want to know who was, like, watching college basketball in the 1950s, because, like... Watching on those, like I'm just like envisioning watching on like those like TVs and everything. Yeah, I just can't even like.
1: Well, so you've seen uh, Glory Road, right? Yeah, the team about Texas Western was that during the 50s or was that during the 60s? I don't because know, I don't know. in that movie, which then again is a movie, but it did seem that it did seem like there was a lot of people that was interested in college basketball back then, around that time. Well, okay, well okay, that that's a big that's a big year, Gab. That's like almost twenty years. So uh that maybe, has well, nothing to okay. do with I mean like
0: about. maybe I'm just being biased towards the twenty the twenty twenties, but um I just I, I was laughing at that when I saw it because I saw uh like I can't even like comprehend watching basket like people watching basketball seventy years ago. But
1: Yeah. I say that basketball didn't really start getting popular until Bird and Magic came around. That Celtics-Lakers yeah. Lakers rivalry probably really started to get basketball on the map because in the fifties, most people were probably watching baseball and, and football.
0: I mean, because when you look at the like the all-time greats for basketball, you don't think of anyone before Bird and Magic, really. Yeah. I mean, like you think like Will Chamberlain. Um, you got like Dr. J. You got you know those guys, but like yeah. I feel like all the All Stars came like burden Magic, and then on. But yep. maybe that's just because we were born when we were born. Yeah. Maybe my dad or your dad would have different answers, but I mean that's what the old, maybe the old yeah. Guys it, a different
1: yeah, I mean way. they didn't they didn't see uh, El, like I said they didn't see Elgin Baylor or uh, Bill Russell or Jerry West. Boy, Bill I Russell, hate. Jerry
0: West, those are. Yeah. Maybe I'm just totally wrong. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, wow, there are the, all these great basketball players I wasn't thinking about. All right, let's move on to the NBA. So the horse game happens tomorrow night, right? Yep. Tomorrow. So this – I want to just start off by saying this. this is the most disappointing thing to ever happen to this horse matchup because when – when I was thinking about these horse games, I was like, Okay, I know on the last podcast I was like, "Oh, they should solve all NBA bees," but on the real, like, they should have all stars playing against each other. They have Trey Young versus Chauncey Billups, Tamika Catchings versus Mike Conley, Zach Levine versus Paul Pierce, Chris Paul versus Ali Quigley. Sorry, I don't know quickly, Quigley, Quigley, Quigley. Quigley. I'm so sorry. Um, I don't want to watch any of these. I don't care. I mean, I will watch. I don't care if Trey Youngs beat Chauncey Billups. He should. Trey Young should absolutely beat Chauncey Billups. Mike Conley is going to lose to Tamika to Catchings tomorrow. I'm just going to tell you that. I'm I'm going to be completely honest. And then Zach Levine has no business being in this. And Paul Pierce is going to blow him out of the water in horse. And Chris Paul versus Ali Quickly. I mean, I'm I'm sure I'm sure Chris Paul is probably going to pull something out of the hat and win. And it's going to be really fun to watch. But why aren't LeBron why isn't LeBron doing this, Kawhi? Well, I understand why Kawhi isn't doing it. But, like, James Harden, Giannis, like, why Steph, why aren't all these guys doing it?
1: I don't know. It's, it's the same thing for when an, another big event will go on like this and you get players like Mike Conley. You're always asking yourself, man, why is LeBron and KD not doing it? I mean, KD did play in the 2K tournament which which does count.
0: I, wow, I don't that care. was really it, hard for him to pick up an count. Xbox
1: controller. It does. it does count. He did something. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know why LeBron, maybe they asked him and he just didn't want to do it. I, I, I don't know why. But the probably the most intriguing matchup to me is Trey Young and Chauncey Billups. Can Chauncey still
0: play?
1: They, I bet Chauncey can still shoot. I bet yep. Chauncey can still shoot the ball pretty well, um, and he's—I mean—he's going to have to if he's going up against Trey Young, Paul Pierce. Though, I mean, Paul Pierce—if he gets hot—and um, then the Tamika catching and Mike Conley one should be good. But no, I mean, anything can happen. Anything can happen. It, it's not like—I mean, it's not like these guys and, and girls are playing one on one against each other. So, but. You, you, you were excited for the horse game. I know you were because you wanted the beef settled, and I don't know how the beef would get settled over a little horse game, uh, but you were really looking forward to it. It was, it was, an, to, hey, it was I, a nice I, idea. I guess. Uh, okay, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I would love to see KD go up against Russ, but, the, I mean, they're still going to have a little, bit, little thing. Um, like I said last week, if Russ beats Katie, they're not going to go over to, just, oh, man, I'm sorry for OKC. I'm sorry. But, no, that's just not going to happen. Um, So I apologize to you about the matchups, but I guarantee you'll probably still be watching these tomorrow. But do you think this will be more entertaining than the 2K tournament?
0: Yeah, because, because, dude, nobody wants to, like – I don't want to watch my friends play each other in 2K. I think that's
1: Yeah, stupid. you want to play too. You want to play.
0: I if if I want to watch, I'll do a simulation. I don't really care what Pat Bev has to say to DeAndre Aiden to be honest with you. Yeah, and,
1: and, and when you go on YouTube to look up basketball videos, you won't look up, "Oh, hype 2K dunks." You look to, up yeah. stuff like You look up stuff like crazy shots or crazy dunks. And that goes along with the horse game. So I definitely agree that the horse game will probably be more entertaining than the 2K tournament. I was really trying to get in on this 2K tournament in the beginning, but like you said, there's only so much of 2K that I can watch, and I want to be playing 2K, not watching it. But the the horse, especially Trey Young gets hot from long distance, that will be a lot of fun to watch.
0: Yeah, by the way, uh, with the 2K tournament, Pat is about to lose to DeAndre Ayton.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think they do a series. I think it's best uh, okay. of three, so I okay. think he gets another chance. But and um, Bev should have won because he's the Denver Nuggets.
0: Um. Yeah. As far as these horse games, I was just expecting more. I mean, I think they'll be fine. I I legitimately think that Tamika Catchings will beat Mike Conley tomorrow. Like I would put, it I would actually put money on that. And I really, I think, you want to do a bet? Yeah. Are you scared of that money?
1: You? Not money.
0: What are we gonna do the I Jersey? I don't want your COVID jersey.
1: Oh my gosh! No, we are we are not betting on a horse game. But I, the Why? only thing I'll bet on. Why to not?
0: One, what What we? I don't have anything better to do. Because
1: it's tradition to do the NBA finals though
0: Hey, I'm working at Target now, making sixteen an hour. Just I'll throw some money into this freaking bet.
1: Oh my gosh! I do not want to bet. On Tamika catching versus Mike Conley, goodness gracious! I, I'll bet you one of my—you know—you know—I have a lot of coins in my car. I'll give you all the coins. I'll give you all my quarters. But uh, until hey. the NBA finals rolls around, I'm not pulling out my wallet to hand you money, to hand you money.
0: You you can't pick you can't pick Chauncey Billups over Trey Young, can you? Because I can't.
1: I will because Chauncey holds a special place in my heart. I love Chauncey Billups. Dude, so i take young, Chauncey Billups over Trey Young. Trey young, like, young, I mean, grew up in half the court era. Shots are almost he hard, grew up yeah.
0: he grew up in our era where we were shooting as deep as we could, as young as we were. Like you know, I was in third grade trying to bomb it yeah. from that the half court from half court. Like, yeah, I don't see any way Trey Young loses this, especially because Trey Young's much more in the game than Chauncey Billups is. So Trey Young should win this.
1: Yeah. Go ahead. And we know that Zach Levine is obviously not as good of a shooter as Trey Young, but you never know with some of these guys. They just may be good, you know, workout shooters. Not as good in the game, but they're good in workouts. Like in baseball, someone can be hitting bombs in BP, but then they get on the field and they can't hit anything. Yeah. So you never know. Zach Levine could be a better shooter than we know. Same yeah, for but I
0: don't, I don't think Paul Pierce loses this. The truth does not lose an horse.
1: Well, Paul Pierce and Chauncey Billups, old guys like that, that's probably all they do is shoot. Yeah. It's not like they can drive a lot anymore. So if they're ever playing pickup or something, they're staying around the three-point line. So it's yeah. not going to be easy wins for Trey Young and Lebron.
0: So do you think Chris Paul loses to Allie Quigley?
1: Um, I do not. No, I do not think Chris Paul. I don't think knows. so either. I think Chris, Chris Paul not getting out
0: for his long. I think he's too competitive. Is this yes. a tur- so? Is yes. it a
1: tournament? It is a tournament. I think they're finishing the whole thing tomorrow.
0: Oh, that'll be fun. Okay, uh, yeah. I'm back in. I'm back in. I'm buying stock in it now because look, if there's a tournament, it doesn't matter who's in it. I just want to see who's in it. like you know. It's just it's some sort of tournament. We're giving it. Something. i feel All right. Yeah. So. We'll talk about this really quickly and then move on to our NBA what-ifs. But the Chicago Bulls got Denver Nuggets GM Arturus Karnasovas. Did I say that right? Sure. I, I don't know. To be the new executive VP of basketball operations. This is, again, the most interesting news going on in the NBA. So unless you have anything to say about it, Harger, we're going to move on.
1: Well, the most interesting interesting thing about this is a tourist got Jokic and Murray and Harris. He's got the Nuggets contending for a title. And now he's with the Bulls. And they got young studs like uh Lori Markin in. And then you got Zach Levine, a guy that you can build around. And we talked about maybe if the Bulls can get James Wiseman, then that Laurie and James Wiseman front court could be deadly. So a tourist could make the bulls pretty significant here in the next couple of years because he did it with Denver so it, it's gonna be really interesting to see where the Bulls are in the next uh, three to four years Wow
0: you really just convinced me that he's gonna turn the bulls around I yeah mean, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say the nuggets are like contenders because
1: not contenders but I mean they're they're a pretty solid team
0: I mean who do they have Jamal Murray? who lost the respect of all of his young fans. All right, let's every... see.
1: <laughs> I didn't put that on the rundown, Noah, for crying out loud. these We haven't
0: talked about it, and I think you're no, I hurting. Because I
1: don't, don't want to talk about it. I'm I hurting. think you're
0: hurting, because Jamal Murray is not because the guy I, you thought he was.
1: Because I wake up, and the first thing I do is check Twitter. First tweet I saw, Jamal Murray, I apologize to my fans. I have been hacked. So I was like, oh – Something happened with his—I uh, don't know—account or something. Then I see Jamal t- Murray's uh, trending, and then I find out that he probably wasn't hacked. He, he wasn't. probably was being stupid and posted something. I don't know. I don't know if he was drunk or who knows. But yeah, we there's a reason why I've never put it on the rundown since it's happened.
0: Well, you know, he—if we don't have to get into what happened, but just know that my NBA point guard, Steph Curry would never put himself in this situation. So, and just, just to even further my point, he's a Kentucky Jamal Murray's a Kentucky guy. Nobody likes these Kentucky guys anyway. So, I mean, just, we shouldn't even be fans of guys who come out of Kentucky. We shouldn't draft them. Just let, let, let Calipari burn with all of this Jamal Murray stuff. And, the him him paying. We shouldn't Gary draft Rose. Kentucky.
1: Nobody should ever draft Kentucky players.
0: No, I think other than Anthony Davis. No.
1: All right, there there you have it, folks. No, okay, that's
0: I'm just kidding. Post, I think the, I think all Kentucky best. players, all Kentucky players who are the one and duns. Should just go straight to the NBA. They need to change college basketball needs to change the rule. Don't go through Kentucky. Don't give Calipari and those Kentucky fans that satisfaction. Nobody wants to watch that. So well, you had
1: the thing with Ashton Hagen's posting money on a Snapchat story or something Ashton like Higgins, that. Ashton Higgins
0: and then you got Derrick Rose. Obviously, Calipari said that. As bad that as
1: up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh,
0: none of that was as bad, bad as Murray. Look Murray for last, bad.
1: bad look for Big Blue Nation. Murray he should really- be suspended. <laughs>
0: Murray throws Johnson. They, they should be out there.
1: suspended just, for, just for what Jamal Murray has done. They're suspended till twenty twenty two. Oh my gosh, that would be that would be the funniest thing ever. Yeah, I I, I would go. I, honestly, I would go a year. No, I I was about to say I would go a year of no college basketball just to see something like that happen. But I would never do that. That's just uh, stupid, Matthew talking. That'd be so bad.
0: (laughs) All right. NBA what ifs? Yes. All right. You you did them. You present them. All
1: right. So what me and Noah are going to do is we are going to take NBA situations and twist them a little bit. What if this happened instead of what actually happened? We have four scenarios. We're going to try to get to every single one of them. Noah's got to cut me off if I go longer than I'm supposed to so the first what if scenario how would the 2003 draft look if we redrafted the top five so how the draft actually went is LeBron James went first overall to the Cavs then you got Darko Milicic going second to the Pistons Melo at third to the Nuggets Chris Bosch going fourth to the Raptors and then Wade going fifth to the Heat so first of all let's redraft these guys real quick. So obviously okay. we got LeBron going one. And we have to agree on this. So yeah. got LeBron going one. Number 2 has got to be Dwayne Wade.
0: Yeah, that's what I have.
1: Going to the Pistons. Yeah. So we got LeBron going to the Cavs, Wade going to the Pistons. And then Wade doesn't, the then Wade
0: one. Wade doesn't win his championships.
1: Yes, we'll get yeah, we'll get into that after we after okay. we redraft. Uh yeah, we'll get into how the <laughs> team would have changed or how they wouldn't have would have or would wouldn't have won their championships. At number three, I think it still should go mellow. I know Bosch has rings, but Bosch is not a guy. He's not a number one guy. There's no way that Chris Bosh can be the best player on your team. Melo can't either, but I still see – if Melo was playing with the Heat and he was the number three guy, the Heat still would have won those rings. Heck, I would argue they would have won the ring – they would have won the championship against the Mavericks. So I would say that Melo still goes number three to the Nuggets.
0: Yeah, I think Melo definitely goes number three.
1: Okay, and then we got Bosh staying at four to the Raptors. And then Darko going fifth to the heat. So, okay, hold on,
0: hold on, hold on. I actually, before we go on, which this conversation is going to get really deep, but I actually went to 10. I'm not going to get into it. Oh, okay, okay. But I'm going to list them. Knowing what we know now, I went to 10. All right. So, my four are the same. Five, I'm going Kirk Heinrich.
1: Where was Kirk Heinrich? I don't oh know. yes,
0: definitely he was was like, Darko. He was like eight, eight or ten. I don't. Okay, so Kirk quick. is,
1: and who? And I want to say, can can we remember who he got drafted by? Who was Kirk drafted by? The Bulls. I can't remember. That's why I was asking you. The Bulls. I don't think it was. The, was it the Bulls? Yeah. Okay.
0: No. So, the no. Colbert. Yeah. The, no. The Bulls. The Bulls. The
1: Bulls. The Bulls. He was dra-
0: right. He Kirk Irick was the number seven pick. So okay. I moved him up. To number five. Oh,
1: right, so we can of,
0: do that. We can yeah, do that. I'm I'm gonna get crazier as it goes on, but these are the guys that I feel okay. like have stood out in the NBA more. Knowing what we know now, this is where I would put them in yeah. order, not accounting for what these teams needed, how like anything other than the fact that that what I would yeah, rank them in this definitely. class. And then six, I'd Kendrick Perkins. Kendrick Perkins did not go until 27. <laughs> I moved him from what he has done in the NBA from 27 up to 6. Then I got uh, Nick Collison, who had a long okay. career in the NBA the Thunder with the Thunder. And I think he what, was –
1: Well, was he drafted by the Supersonics? Were they still the Supersonics? Yeah, yeah.
0: He was drafted 12 yeah. to the Supersonics. I'm moving him up to I, – oh, I actually had him at 8. I have David West at 7. Because okay, I yeah. feel like I feel like David, David West yeah, David earned West that 7th spot. Yeah. So uh, Nick Collison at 8. Then I have Boris Diaw at 9. Yes. Boris Diaw okay. went 21 to the Atlanta Hawks. I moved him up to 9. And then my last one was tough because when I was looking through all these, it really could be a toss-up between a couple guys. But I gave it to Leandro Barbosa just because
1: I feel like yeah, he has been
0: pull-out. a good role guy throughout yeah. when, he, when he played in the NBA. Good on so the suns. I think those would probably be the best top 10 picks. But let's move back. I'm sorry. I just wanted to give that before. We no, go. you're good. Yeah, go. So, so you were telling me before we started, you were talking about this Mellow pick. So I want to hear what you have to say on that. All
1: right. First of all, um, what I was actually saying is, so Carmelo Anthony and Dwayne Wade had an Instagram live they were uh, talking to each other, and Mello, while they were talking, said that if he, he was drafted by the Pistons, which he should have gone thinking at the time, not what we're thinking right now. At the time, a lot of people thought that Mello should have went number two overall. Mello said that if he was drafted second overall the Pistons, then Detroit would at least have, or he would have at least two rings. Ben Wallace claps back. I don't know if he clapped back or somebody asked him that question, but he said that if Mello was drafted by the Pistons, then they wouldn't have won a championship because Mello would have came in wanting to play immediately and he would have ruined the chemistry. Well, Ben Wallace, my guy, obviously the dude's wanting to play. If if the Pistons drafted LeBron James, LeBron James would want to be starting. Am I correct? Yes. Yes. So I went back and looked at that Detroit Pistons roster. First of all, Carmelo Anthony played on a Denver Nuggets team who had made the playoffs in a long time and as a rookie led them to the playoffs, averaging 21 points per game. As a rookie, as a rookie, my God. And when I was watching Zion Williamson this year, they would put up how much points he's averaging, and they could compare him to all the great rookies in the past. And you know what? Whose picture they'd always have him by? Carmelo Anthony, because that's how good he was his rookie year. Well, come to think of it, the Detroit Pistons won the championship their rookie year. And their players, their starting lineup, I don't know if this was their exact starting lineup, I have it somewhere. Gosh, dang it. it. Slipped from me. Anyways, their exact starting line, they had Chauncey Billups, who Melo ended up w- making the Western Conference Finals with later on in his career. They had Chauncey Billups, average 16.9 points per game. Richard Hamilton, 17.6 points per game. Tayshaun Prince, 10.3 points per game. Rasheed Wallace, 13.7. Then you got Ben Wallace at 9.5. But I'm trying to look at all the guys they have on their bench. Noah, tell me if you know any of these guys. Bob Sura. No. Lindsey Honard. No. Hubert Davis. I mean, none of these guys. None of them. You can't name any of them. But they have the second overall pick on here, Darko Milicic, and Ben Wallace, Uh, Ben Wallace mentioned that Darko, he loved Darko because he accepted his role. Yeah, he accepted his role all right, averaging 1.4 points per game. So if you're telling me that Carmel Anthony coming out, he wouldn't wouldn't have averaged 21 points per game because the Knights obviously weren't as talented as the Pistons. But if you're telling me that Carmel Anthony wouldn't have helped you get that ring in 4 which you already won, and you're adding another player who's a rookie, who at that time probably wasn't as cocky and wanting the spot as much as he was wanting at 27 or 28. I guarantee you, Mr. Wallace, that Cardinal Anthony, maybe potentially midseason, would have took taken your spot, my guy. Probably not because you're a center. But the audacity that Ben Wallace had to say about Carmelo Anthony ruining the chemistry. Everyone that talks about Carmelo Anthony is like, oh, he he doesn't ruin the chemistry. I love having him as a teammate. Maybe if he was 27 in his prime, but this dude was a rookie, and he would have accepted his role, and he would have got a lot of minutes off the bench. And maybe they would have helped him in in the series. I think the next year, the, the year the Cavs went to the finals against the Spurs. They ended up going seven games with the Cavaliers. Don't tell me that the Pistons, having Carmelo Anthony, don't tell me that wouldn't have helped. So that just, oh, my gosh. i tell you what, I, you know this, Noah. When when someone comes after my boy, Melo, like you did on Twitter last night, I, I, get, I get a little fiery. I get a little fiery. So I, when it's right, I'll accept it. But when it's just – terribly wrong I'm gonna clap back so Ben Wallace you don't know what you're talking about you're just jealous because you can't score 62 points on any given night which I think Carmelo Anthony always could have done when I was 10 or 11 years old that just made me mad but let's get back to what we were doing because I just wanted to pop off about that the only thing we have changed for the top five so we got LeBron going to the Cavs Wade going to the Pistons Melo going to Bosh going to the Raptors, and then Kirk Heinrich going to the Heat. So how would this have changed? So you got 2003-2004, Pistons probably still win that championship. We can agree on that, especially now because they have Dwayne Wade. So they would have Dwayne Wade coming off the bench.
0: Earlier I said that I thought that Dwayne Wade wouldn't have got his rings, but – Now that I'm thinking, like, I think he definitely would have gotten one with the Pistons. And I think that Chris Bosh, LeBron, and Dwayne Wade would still meet up somewhere. I don't think it would be in Miami. But I would bet that they end up somewhere. So, I mean, I think it wouldn't have changed that much as far as the top five. I don't think the Heat would have been that much. I don't think the Heat would have won their championships with Kirk Heinrich because Dwayne Wade's the reason they won those championships. Like, yeah, Shaq was on the team, but Shaq was not – like, Dwayne Wade was the reason that Miami won those championships. So I don't even think you can say that the Heat would win any of those championships, which means, I mean, I think all of this – Well, I'm
1: thinking – yeah, definitely. Well, I'm thinking that the Pistons – They actually end up winning the 2004-2005 NBA Finals when they went up against the Spurs. They lost that one. And again, having Wade on that team, they went seven games that series. I bet the Pistons go back-to-back. Yeah. So it's really really interesting. Because when you look at
0: what Wade was doing his second year in the NBA, it's unreal. Like I think you yeah. I think that Pistons team would have beat the Spurs in four.
1: Definitely. So, yeah. but anything else? I mean, LeBron Cavaliers. We know how that plays out, and yeah, probably. LeBron I mean, I think the
0: biggest mistake was the biggest mistake was the Pistons taking Milicic. I think. I think if we're redrafting this at the time, if Melo and Milicic switch, I know you just like debated about it. I think that would have been the better pick for the Pistons. And I think Mello would have been a huge piece to that Pistons puzzle for the next two years at least. And then I wouldn't be able to make jokes to you about how Melo can't win a championship. So I think that would have been the pick for the Pistons there. And I, I understand Dwayne Wade going to five because – I mean, when you look at Chris Bosh and LeBron and Carmelo Anthony, those three in college were better. Or not, not LeBron, obviously, but like they they had shown that they were better before. I the mean, NBA Mello drafted. just
1: Mellow just won a national championship,
0: right? And LeBron was the biggest. LeBron was his face was the, everywhere.
1: Best high school recruit ever. Yeah,
0: and Chris Bosh was just a better position like better for the Raptors at that time with that draft pick yeah so I think it was just it land Wade landed at five because of all of those things and I think it worked out well for all of these guys other than Melo, who never got his team championship but I mean, that can be argued that if Milicic and Melo switch, maybe Melo does have a couple of rings. Well, he definitely does because
1: yeah, I mean, he. could think I think, I think he distance. would at least have one. I yeah. think he would at least have one. And the Melo fan, uh, you know that I am. I, I would say that they would end up beating the Spurs in oh four oh five. That's probably just you know um, the Melo fan in me, but I'm gonna say that. How much how much time are, are we on? Because we have three more, and we we spent a lot of time on that one do we have enough time to do these three yeah we have to pick okay so the next one that i i brought up is chris paul and kobe bryant was supposed to be the next dynamic duo starting in 2011 the trade was done sending chris paul to the lakers but david stern denied the trade here's how it was gonna look so chris paul like i said was gonna go to the lakers and team up with Kobe. It was a three-team trade. The Hornets would have got Luis Scola, Kevin Martin, Goran Dragic from the Rockets, and then they would have got Lamar Odom from the Lakers, and then the Rockets would have got Kobe's boy, Pau Gasol. I don't know how Kobe would have felt about the Lakers trading away his boy, but that's how it would have ended up. So my question is, would the Lakers have won a championship with Kobe Bryant and Chris Paul because you look at the time period of when that trade would have happened. After the supposedly denied trade, the Lakers lost in the Western Conference semifinals later that year, and then the next year they lost in the first round, and then they didn't make the playoffs ever again until obviously it was going to be this year. So do you think the Lakers would have won a championship with Chris Paul?
0: No. I think Why? that trading Pau Gasol away would have been a big mistake for them at that time and that in that area. I mean, I guess they didn't win the championship after um, this trade would have happened. So maybe try it now, what we know. But at the time, I don't see how you trade Pau Gasol away. Or even Lamar Odom, I feel like he was a big piece uh, to the Lakers at this time. I think that this trade – would have been one – it would have been – today it would go through. Like, I don't think Adam yeah. Silver today would have been like, hey, we're not doing this trade. And Well,
1: now – I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, why in the world did he deny it? Because the Lakers are giving up pretty important pieces. It's not like they're keeping Powell and Lamar.
0: No, yeah. I mean, I don't see – I think – I mean, we could argue about David Stern or talk about David Stern all day, but – I think that Chris Paul at this time was the best point guard in the NBA pairing him with the best arguably the second or first best player in the NBA. So
1: yeah.
0: I mean do they win the championship in 2012 with Chris Paul? I don't know. I mean I maybe they didn't they didn't win with the team that they had. So maybe they do. Maybe it's what the Lakers needed. They get a, they press the restart button. He comes in, and you said that just to make sure they lose in the Western Conference Finals that year. Maybe they go into the finals and win in six. Win in six. I mean, that yeah. could have happened, but I just don't think as an NBA owner I can give up what I know. Work two years before or a year before.
1: Well, I uh, I totally agree with you. Paul Gasol and Lamar Odom were too important. Even in the past championships that they won, those guys played a huge role. You're taking away basically your entire front court or your entire significant, all the significant pieces in the front court away. For a guy who, you know, Chris Paul's good, but with an aging Kobe, you probably need a a better player than Chris Paul. Or you need a dominating forward or center with Kobe Bryant, not a guard. And even if this trade would have gone through 2012, they would have had to beat the Miami Heat big three. And then the same thing in 2013. And that would have not happened. Plus, Kobe's getting older. It, ju- it just wouldn't have happened. So it's probably better for the – I mean, it didn't matter because it's not like the Lakers made it really far after the trade got denied. But there's is, there is no way the Los Angeles Lakers – would have gotten a trade, or anything significant would have happened like making it to an NBA Finals with Chris Paul and Kobe Bryant I think it without Paul Gasol and Lamar Odom. I think
0: it would have been awesome for Chris Paul's career. I think it would have completely ruined re- like
1: It would have, but, career. you know, he got traded to the Clippers, and that team a lot of people say, say that they should have made the Finals. I don't know so. I, mean, I don't think they had DeAndre the pieces Gordon, like- Jamal Crawford, JJ Reddit, Matt Barnes, that was a stud team. Jamal that Crawford team uh,
0: Okay, I want to talk. So I was listening to Bill Simmons today, and then I went and did some research on it. Jamal Crawford was not yeah, he he was a he was a huge piece to the Clippers. But I don't when you look at his shooting percentage, he was actually not as effective as most people saw he was.
1: Well, I think a lot of people get caught up in his highlights. The yeah. dude's filthy. He's got some sick yeah, ball handling, is. ball crossover. Yeah, but I still think he, I mean he's a guy who on on some on some nights can go and get you thirty points. Yep. He really can off the bench.
0: So uh, the next the next what if is would the Heat have split up if Ray Allen did not hit the miraculous corner three? In Game Six of the twenty thirteen NBA Finals, I say one hundred percent yes, absolutely. LeBron is out of there. See you later. I'm going back to Cleveland then.
1: Yeah. um, Well, first, this would have really hurt his reputation because the year before they lost to the Dallas Mavericks, and then you lose twice in a row when you got the big three. That I mean, Ray Allen saved his life with that three point shot. I don't know if they would have split up. I don't know how their contracts look because they still played another two years after this season because they go on to beat the Spurs after that and then they lose to the Spurs, which was LeBron's last year in Miami. but if if they end up losing this finals and LeBron James ends up going one in three in NBA Finals with the big three, that really hurts his case, I mean there would probably be a lot more people saying Kobe Bryant is should be ranked higher than LeBron James
0: well if Ray Allen misses the shot, they go win winning game seven so really there's no the way that they were playing they're winning game seven, especially and this game is great this game six like ever like the shot is insane. One of the best shots in NBA history, but this game I was rewatching it because they were playing it the other day on whatever, and because you know how they're just replaying games PSPN. now to make us make us miss basketball more, which is a really smart thing to, of them to do. But yeah. this game is great, like from the get go. So I I think yeah, if he misses a shot, they go winning Game Seven. If somehow they don't win Game Seven, LeBron's gone. I mean that what if is right there. I think that's set They in trade stone. him.
1: You think they trade him?
0: As something like I think he's like, hey, I'm not playing like I'm not playing in another year. I'd send me some Really. Else. Yeah. I mean because when, Wow. think that about was... what LeBron's think about all the heat LeBron's taking at that point. If he doesn't if they don't win that finals, yeah. it's,
1: it's a whole like, man, it's a whole different ballgame.
0: Whole different ball game.
1: Yeah, because losing the Mavericks was bad enough. There was oh, no yeah. way they should have lost that.
0: And then the last one, how many championships would the Thunder have won if KD, Russ, and Harden were still together?
1: So their their first finals together was in 2012. That was the Heat's first one. So now you go to 2013. They would have played the Heat again. Do you think they win that year?
0: I'm going to let you go first.
1: Okay. Oh, my because gosh. I, How many I'm, would they
0: – My answer is just going to end the end the debate. I'm going to like.
1: say they don't win in 2013, maybe don't win in 2014. I'm going to say they end up making it to one of those years playing the big three, the, the Heat big three, and they beat them. So I'm going to say one. I'm definitely going to say that they beat – because Katie's not on the Warriors. So all those years that the Warriors are in the finals, probably the Thunder are in. So I would say you got to add on two. I'll give LeBron and Kyrie one, oh oh just because it's LeBron and Kyrie. So I would say just off the top of my head that they would probably have th- four. They would have they would have four four titles if they were still together. Go ahead, Noah. Protect your boy, Steph Curry. Oh, I cannot wait to hear this one. Four titles. Uh, And I'll say the years, too. I'll say 20, let's see, they won in 2013. Maybe it was 2012. I I can't remember that year. Uh, 2015, the year that everyone was hurt on the cast, first year LeBron's back. Losing 2016, 17, 18, it's theirs. Plus, I can go farther. I, I didn't even think about it. They're beating the Raptors. They're, I guarantee you they're winning 2019. That's five. I mean, they're getting into Bulls dynasty if they're all still together. Go ahead, Noah.
0: Zero. Not wait. Zero.
1: You're just uh, absolutely wrong. Zero.
0: You want to hear why? So all right, let's hear it. I'm just gonna give it to you. I'm gonna give it to you straight. I'm gonna give you straight. Give it to you straight, Matthew. Harder. So, Russell Westbrook and James Harden never become the players that they are and that we know them to be if KD if the, if the three don't split. James Harden is not the scorer and mesmerizing player that he is if he doesn't leave. Russell Westbrook is not the dominant player that he is if KD and Russ aren't gone. KD would not be as strong of a player as er- – I think he would be a I – I think he'd be the man in OKC. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that he wouldn't have the right pieces around him to win a championship unless he left. I don't think Russ, Harden, and him would have ever won a championship because Russ and Harden would have never been what we know them to be today. Like, when you have to think about this team in when they were together, I think the Warriors beat them 10 out of 10 times. Like, when do you do you remember when they were together, these three, Harden coming off the bench, the so six man? Then you have Russ and KD. The Warriors beat them. 4 and 0 in a series every time. Like it's not even a close series. There's no like there's no debate, there's no argument to this because it's it's just like a stupid comparison because these players would not be where they are without leaving. Like you have to have Harden in Houston and Russ by himself and KD just gone. On his own team. He's he's meeting up with different all-stars. And Russ, we, we've seen how him and Harden are together. I mean, they're working it out. Think about throwing KD in there right now. Do you think that would work? Cause I don't think so. If you put KD on the Rockets right now, that doesn't work. We both know that. we we've watched too much basketball to know that. So you can't you can't say that these these three together on the Thunder go and win four championships, that's ridiculous. I mean, I I really respect you and all of your basketball knowledge, but you can't sit here and tell me that they go and do that with what we know about each of these players today.
1: I can. I can. They, they would at least win four championships, and I understand that Russ would not become the MVP player. He wouldn't have that MVP se- season. Norwood Harden, but Chris Bosch, we we don't know. He, he could have been an MVP player if he didn't go to the Heat, but he still ended up winning two titles. And uh, last time I checked, James Harden and Russell Westbrook are definitely better than Chris Bosch. So you have three players who are MVP caliber, and at the time that Harden and that Thunder team was playing the big three Heat, they weren't even in their primes yet. So Harden's getting better, Russ is getting better, Katie's getting better. Those guys are winning at least for champ. That is just way, way too much talent. Plus, you don't get any beef. You don't get any beef between Katie and Russ because Katie doesn't even leave. So that's off. The but table. then
0: you turn. Then it turns they into. Then talent. it turns into touches. Like I want my touches. I want my touch. All three of those players have to have the ball in their hands the entire game. I mean, you could argue against KD. You could say KD doesn't have to, but Russell Harden with KD, on a team, who's maybe the man? Who's who the man on that team? Who's the man? KD. No, KD. he doesn't want to be the man. Like we've seen that on the Warriors, KD, he
1: KD, like the the, or, the guy taking the last shot would be James Harden. It would not be Russell Westbrook. You talking Russell about? The, Westbrook, or are we talking
0: about the same six man who was on that? He he was six man on that team.
1: He was.
0: So you think? Yeah,
1: yeah, he had his role. He accepted his role. I'm pretty sure he won six man of the year. Well, but this, by look, 20,
0: there, there's no 20 way 20, this 20, these three would have stayed together. There's no, no. way. Like, well,
1: that's the that's the point of the game. Well, I know, what I is? know,
0: but like, there's no way because there would even if the even if everything didn't happen, KD would have left because him, Russ, and Harden wouldn't work because Harden, if he like started to be the player that he is today. KD and Harden cannot play on the same NBA roster.
1: Because- I, 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 I totally agree. I totally agree with you. But what the game is called is called What If? And we are assuming that James Harden accepts his role. Russ accepts his role. Katie takes the final shot. Even if he does, James Harden, I think, is still capable to become that player who's clutching the end and takes the final shot to win the game. Oh, my gosh. Your dad your – dad, I mean, your son does not know basketball. My goodness gracious. Me. He
0: can't hear you. Good <laughs> Lord. Are we just going to call it a tie? I, I think we just call this a
1: tie. Sure. But i tell you what, Thunder to, or Winner titles. If we're
0: going to keep doing this, I have to get another beer because I can't keep – Yeah, can't I get another yeehaw. To,
1: or wait, wait till June, get, I can – drink
0: (laughs) okay all right i think that's all we got for today we're gonna be back probably later this week um and i know matthew hargrove gave us a poor podcast rundown as far as the college basketball side yeah i admit that was my bad we're we're gonna work on that this (laughs) was all my bad uh we'll be back later this week thank you guys so much for listening and please follow us on instagram at the closeout same on twitter you can like us on facebook and please subscribe on apple Podcasts, like on spotify and you can email us noah and at gmail.com tell us that email us and tell us that noah's right noah knows that this kd Russell no. harden on the thunder wouldn't still work out that, that's all we that's all we can say that's it All right, we'll be back later this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. And.